there and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers FFPL podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon, Hector and Captain Fantastical Mick, where we take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on for the season. However, we'll also be talking about much more. So kick back, stay tuned and enjoy. And you're very welcome to another episode of our podcast this week. As always, I'm joined by Eamon and Hector and Captain Fantastical Mick. And how are you gentlemen this week? Uh, not too bad, thank you. It's uh, good to be back. Show another week. Game week one football has taken place in the Premiership. Interesting to have a look to see how our managers have got on. And you've been behaving yourself this week, have you, Hector? No madcap mayhem, no destruction going on or anything like that? No, nothing like that. It's been very quite weak for me on that. And I'm sure our listeners are going to be exceptionally pleased with this, that you didn't maybe visit any nuclear reactors or anything like that and having to press a button you shouldn't have pressed. I think that's a little bit harsh, Eamon. Well, let's face it. Hector is uh, prone to getting himself into situations that some of us wouldn't get into. I think, Eamon, I agree with us. You are being a little harsh. Mick, what would you say? Well, firstly, I'd like to just say, um, like, I'd like to say, I'm sorry to any of the listeners. I know I wasn't on top form last week, and I was probably trying to get the grips with what happened, and... It did get me down a little bit. I just thought, okay, it's an awful mess here, but I'm much better this week. And yeah, uh, Hector, you might get yourself into a little spots and borders, but I do agree. I think Eamon's being a little bit hard on you. I don't think you're going to be visiting any nuclear reactors anytime shortly, and I don't think there's any threat. Eamon, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing perfectly fine. Weather is nice. I was going to sit outside with a little glass of vino, enjoy the sun. Get the vitamins into you. Perfectly fine. Football's back. Everything is good. Indeed it is. Okay, moving along. First call of business, of course, is for our managers and any of our listeners who would be maybe contemplating entering a team into the Arkham Avengers FFPL for 2022-23. Our league will be closing to new managers on Friday the 12th of August. At that point, it will be closed Nobody else will be getting to join. We have 22, 23 managers at the moment in there. And that's it. It'll be shut down. That's first portal call. Now, of course, the next item on my list is a reminder to those new managers in the league. Now, this is very important because we have a trophy for the winner and we have a medal for manager who comes in second place and the manager who comes in third place. We do require contact name and a contact address. And this is so that we know where to send the trophy and the medals to in the event that it's one of our new managers. We have address details for existing managers. Now, it's the new managers who need to send in the details, and they can do so by either emailing us at arkhamavengersffpl at gmail.com. They can also send a direct message on Twitter to at arkhamavengers, and they can also leave a message on Facebook for us at Arkham Avengers FFPL. Now, the reason why this is important, and we've already touched on this, and this will be a constant reminder over the next few weeks. If we do not have the contact details from any of our new managers who have joined for the 2022-23 season, you will be removed from the league 
if we do not get your contact details. And this is only fair because there's no point in a new manager winning the league. We don't know where to send it to. So at this point, make contact with us. At least we have your details. Everything is above board. All is fine. And the best of luck to you. As I said, we will be touching on this. We will be putting this on Twitter and on Facebook. It'll also be in the show notes. So there should be no excuse for a manager not being able to get in touch with us or to say, I didn't know I had to send in my contact details. But there are two reminders there. The league is closing on the Friday, the 12th of August, and we need contact details from our new managers. Moving along, our segment, Amen Tackles, is back this week. Amen, you've got something for us, have you? Indeed I have, yes, I am back. Amen Tackles. And what is Amen Tackling this week? And Amen uh, is going to tackle... And touch on the Premier League. Far away. As you know, the Premier League is back. There has been a unique start to the season. And um, that's what we look at Saturday's match. Liverpool against Fulham. You would have expected Liverpool to beat Fulham. However, Fulham, and you have to give all credit to the way they approached the game, deserved to get a point out of that match. It was end-to-end. It was trading and... They were value for money. On the other hand, Aston Villa looked sluggish. And other than the chance that fell for Bobakar Kamara and the shot saved from Danny Ings, they looked poor. And it really looks like a continuation of poor form from last season. And if this continues, Steven Gerrard's number is going to be up. There's no doubt about it. They need to get themselves in action on track or else he's going to be gone. He could be one of the first managers to go if they don't get themselves gone. However, while I have tackled those two slightly, the team I'm really tackling is Man United. And they were beaten by 2-1 by Brighton and Hove Albion. And I want to point out one thing for our listeners, that Brighton actually scored the goal for Man United. It was an OG, an own goal. In this case, Man United didn't score any goals. They were outplayed in the opening period and Man United showed a stunted form in my view. They managed five shots on target. Brighton had four shots. Man United had 63% of the possession and have nothing to show for it. Even Ronaldo's introduction in the second half didn't have any impact. There was no cohesion to Man United. They failed to take a grip of the game. And if anything, and I think people who watched or listened to the game would agree, that Brighton and Hove Albion actually looked the team that were more likely to score a goal here. We've been listening to all this talk about Ten Hag, the manager, and he's going to impose his personality on Man United and on the team. Well, I have to say, I haven't seen any of it so far, and I've not seen any of it on this match. They're a bit all over the place, and I think to use a term that John Giles would use, Man United have too many sunshine boys. They're not there with a sense of pride and commitment and drive, along with the passion that we've all come to know this club for. That's all missing at the moment. There isn't any of that. I can't find it on the pitch. There's no leaders. There's nobody to step up and take a game by the scruff of the neck and say, come on lads, we're going to have to do something about this. That's missing. We've got Skylarkers out there who are getting paid and not producing the goods. And the likes of McTominay, Fred, Maguire, Shaw, Fernandez, Rashford, Sancho, they just don't look like they're fit for a purpose. They, they seem to be adrift. They're lost out there. Man United, in my view, need a serious clear out of some of these jokers. And time is actually running out for this club. Fans are uneasy. They've been booing. They've been protesting still there, the Glazers. I don't think that the manager, Tan Hag, 
is actually happy with this. There was the aborted transfer that they tried there and that didn't work this week. And it's all a little bit of a circus at present. And yeah, it's kind of sad. It's a sad reflection of a giant of a club that it's now a stumbling, shuffling, simple, sad reflection to fans. And they shouldn't be like this. And no more than the like of the Aston Villa, if they don't get their house in order very quickly, they will be in trouble. There are a lot of teams pushing out there. There are a lot of teams who are enthusiastic. They're ambitious. They're committed. As I said, they have a sense of pride. They pull on that football jersey and step out onto their pitch. They have pride. That's missing here from Man United. And I think that the time for big lads out there either step up to the mark or get out. And that's it. Eamon's tackled. Well, thank you, Eamon, for that. That's very, very interesting. So you're not at all happy with Man United where they are at the moment. No, I don't know. I'm not. No, I don't think anybody would be. I don't think any former players would be happy with the way things are going. I'm sure Alex Ferguson would probably be thinking, "What in the heck are they doing with the the, the club that he so successfully managed for so many years?" And I mean, they're going to managers, drivel, travel, but it's not all down to the managers. It's down to the players here. But the club have brought in these players. Yes, well, the, the club have brought in these players. The manager is not bringing in these players. That's a problem. These players were brought in by previous managers and then they didn't do anything and then they threw the manager under the bus and at the moment Ten Hag is, is he's halfway under a bus at the moment after that abomination of a game. The first game of the season and they're beaten 2-1. Lucky that they even got the one called Shambles. Shambles. Hector, Mick, would you have anything to add to that? Well, I think that Eamon probably is very right in saying that when you go out and you play football you need to go and try and get a grip on game. And Man United don't do that at all. When you look at Fulham playing against Liverpool, they took the game to Liverpool. They played. They did not shirk. They were ambitious. And that, of course, I think Eamon touched on it, is not there with the Man United. To me, they just seem to be every every player kind of doing his own thing and not really playing for the team, but playing for himself. And that's not working. Nick? Well, I have to say that I think Eamon's made a lot of valid points there. I do agree that there's... A lot of players don't, don't seem to be doing it. I think they're there on um, possibly the gravy train. They're getting paid, but they're not really doing what they should be doing. And I think the new manager is trying to stamp down on this. And he's trying to put this team right. But it's going to take time. And I don't think I've been expecting much out of Man United this season. The manager will be there. There might be some players missing. But I think it's focus of building at this moment. Building. Okay. We have a few new managers who have joined since last week. We'll take a look at those there. Hector, do you want to talk us through these? Well, we have a manager. The team is called NWA Blood. And they're managed by uh, O'Malley Daniel. They are a brand new manager. We have the Botman and Robin. by, And they're managed by Amy Keith. And in 2021-22, they were ranked 5,525,668,000. Iron Maiden FC are managed by Marcello Zas. And in 21-22 season, they were ranked 573,350. 
in Google Rangers FC managed by Shuma Atuanya that they were ranked 3,196,331 in the 2021-22 season and the new manager last new manager we have is uh, Gunnar Zen they're managed by Timi Anyola they were ranked 3,495,288 in 2021-22 okay thank you for that there and Mick Two of the teams have changed their name, is that correct? That's right, yeah. The script squad are now called Sad Effect May Vary. And King Kai changed their name to King Kane. Probably must be Spurs fans, I'd say. Possibly, okay. Well, they're very welcome there. I know new managers are very welcome also to the league. And Eamon, we have two returning managers. Talk to us about this. Well, uh, the manager Bobby Quinn is back with the be- managing his team best season ever. And uh, in 2021-22, he managed Can We Win Again and was ranked 1,915,651. Robbie, of course, is a, a former winner of a trophy here for this competition. And... The other manager who has returned is none other than he ain't got a clue, Emir Hussein. That's the team he managed in 2021-22. He was ranked 2,560,858. And his team this year is Better Idea 22-23. So clearly he thinks he has learned something. Very good. Okay. All right. Okay. As he said, very well. Warm welcome to all our managers, returning managers, new managers. And hope that game week one has been good to them there. And speaking of game week one, we are going to take a look to see how our managers got on in the Arkham Avengers League. For this season, we are going to be taking a look at the top 10. Currently, there are 23 managers in the league. We're going to look at the top 10 and we will have notable mentions for other managers from 11th place down. Hector, would you like to start us off, please? Well, the highest points in game week one was 119 points and the average came in at 57. In first place, the side effects may vary. They had uh, 84 points. Now, they used their triple captain and they went for the Salah and got 36 points. They have a solid defense. James, Gabriel and Gancero all got 7 points each. In midfield, they had the Saka who got the 6 points and up front, they had Haaland. 13 points and I think it's a solid start to their season. Very good. They did need to do the triple captain to get them the extra bonus points. Who is in second place then? Uh, the next manager is Klish Bit, who got 80 points. And uh, they had the captain Salah who had 24 points with them. They are very good defense. They had the goalkeeper Mendy who had 7 points. Cancelo, James got 7 points as well. Yevchenko got the 12 points. Midfield they had Harrison 6 points. Tony got them 8 points, getting the points all over the pitch, very good, certainly not stronger than they started last season. Last season they got 77 points. Eamon, you wanted to say something there? Yeah, look, this is uh, the manager who was in charge of Banford Rejects last season, a disaster season in my view. Now, I do agree with Hector, they started off strong. And my question here, of course, is will they be able to follow this up with game week 2 and 3? This is the crux of the matter. You start off well. Can you continue it? I wish them well. They've done well. They've done good. And uh, they have an impressed. Nice team to get points all over there. Okay. Amen. While you're talking there, who's in third place? Third place is one of our new managers. It's uh, Taiga. 79 points. They had the captain, Salah, 24 points. Did a very good defense also. Ramsdale, the goalkeeper, got six points. Trippier, Cancelo, James, all got seven points each. 
Uh, Martinelli was there in midfield with eight points and they had Haaland who got them 13 points. Uh, they'll be happy with this result. So they're off to a good start. Mm. Okay. And who's then in fourth? And a four, four place is actually shared by, uh, two, we have three teams on uh, in, in fourth position here. We have uh, returning manager Lafayette Lions, 74 points. They captained De Bruyne, got 12 points. Mendy was there with seven points. Cancelo had seven Salah had the 12. Martinelli had eight points. Good forwards. Darwin got nine points. Mitrovic, 13. Very good. That's what we like to see. They'll be very pleased with this. Uh, they came third last season and already you can see them putting down the marker there. Bold strike, I think, with uh, Darwin Nunes and Mitrovic. It's a, it's a very good call. FC Fitz is a new manager and they're on 74 points. They've gone for Salah as the captain and picked up 24 points for that. Another good bunch, the defence there. Edison and goals for seven points. Cancelo and James got seven points each. Martinelli was in midfield with eight. Haaland up front with 13 points again. Gabriel on the bench who had another seven points and as I said as for a new manager in the league they will be pleased it's a nice nice start there and fourth place final team in fourth place is none other than what a beauty 99 74 points they decided to captain Haaland and got 23 points 26 sorry points Cancelo was seven uh, Selava had eight points Saka six Salah 12 and they had Tony who got eight points it's a good start for them I have to say last season they managed uh, 65 points in game week one last season they have shown potential previously and I would be hoping that the 74 points is not a flash in the pan that they return in game week two with another good score and that they're going to continue a thread here they have to keep the momentum going Mick would you like to talk us to a few of the other managers well, in seventh place, then, is last year's winner, actually. Well, now they're called Kambaya Kancho. This is Devon. Devon got 72 points. He had Salah as their captain for 24 points. Mendy got a seven. Cancelo and James got a seven points each. Diaz picked up six. Saka got six points. Martinelli got eight points. I suppose they're going to be happy that they're in the top ten anyway. And it's early days for them. They're not going to worry about it. They're going to be. They're going to be happy with this. They're they're, they're only thirteen points off top spot. Not not going to worry about it. Okay. Who's next then? Eight place then is uh, Real No Stars, and this is from Fergie. Fergie. He managed the uh, team El Loco John last season. Got a new team now. 71 points though. Triple captain Salah, 36 points. Defence in my view, not great. I think it's a bit of a washout. However, they did have De Bruyne, 6 points. Martinelli, Allen, 13 points. The triple captain worked for them. And that's what's got them here. My question, what have they got for game week two? And Hector, who's in ninth place? Yeah, ninth place is... Um, what is it? Uh, NWA Blood, new manager, 67 points. Yeah, the Salas, the captain, 24 points. Defense looked a little unsteady, I think. Cancelo and Trippier got 7 points each. Mendy, goalkeeper, got 7 points. However, the other three defenders, you know, they got 2 points in total from 3 players. So that's not very good. Haaland was there, got 13 points. That's really the bulk of their players, I have to say. I think they won't have a little bit of work to do. Well, I need to have uh, some good transfers. A few, few players to shake out there and that. Okay, and Eamon, do you want to finish us off here? Uh, yes, in 10th place is Raglan Road, a returning manager. They got 64 points. They had Salah as their captain for 24 points. 
And their defense was mediocre in my view. They had the goalkeeper Mendy who got seven points. Gabriel and Cancelo both got seven points each. However, they had Matip and Cash got one point each. Not great. Midfield, they got six points from three players, which I think is a little bit on the weak side. The Nunes got them nine points. They did have Thiago Selva on the bench and he had six points. Probably would have been handy to have him there if possible. They managed 76 points in game week one last season. They will have their work cut out for them, but I think they're in shape. They're in form. And they're in the top 10. Thank you for that, Lance, there. So really, look, we're looking at in the top 10 there. Like, there were six, six managers from the 15 last season, the 2021-22 season, are in the top 10 after a game week one. That, I have to say that's good. I think that is very good. It's a good reflection on uh, the experience that those managers have brought with them. They've come back. They're building on their experience. They're building on what they're capable of doing. Building on what lessons they've learned from last season. I think we're going to see a lot of those lads putting it up to the new managers, but also the new managers will be putting it up to them. Mm. Would you agree with that, Hector? I would totally agree with uh, Mick. Wise words always from the Mick. I think it will be very interesting to see how uh, some of the managers get on. The Lafayette Lions done well last season. Can they continue this there? How about, um, you know, Cleach Pitt? The manager last season had no bad, had bad season, not very good. Now they're in top, they're in number two spot. Can they do that? Yeah. Waha Beauty 99, have they got the stamina to keep going? This is the race. These horses, they're running, they're cantering away. These lads now top 10, trying to get away from the rest of the pack. Hmm. The notable mentions then, of course, there. Hey man, do you want to talk about these? And the notable mentions for me would be that uh, 11th place, the spoofer himself, Arkham Avengers, 61 points. 13th place, well, actually, these, these two managers in 13th place is uh, best season ever, 57 points. And the good, the bad, and the goalie is 57 points. This is Jerry. Jerry was Toboggers last season. He decided... New name, new team, new approach. It'd be very interesting to see what these do in game week two because like you've got Robbie who has won this competition the year before last. Jerry has won this competition. Jerry has been runner up the last two seasons. Uh, the spoofer is a bit all over the place, so we won't have to go there too much. They probably are just waiting the wings. They're probably like boxers waiting to spring from the ropes and to give a couple of knockout blows. To some of these other guys in the top 10. Make any notable mentions for yourself. Well, 17th place there is better idea, 22-23. They finished 10th, 10th place last season. They, they were known as, they ain't got a clue then. 28th place is maximum effort. They finished 11th last season. They won't be very happy there. And in 21st place, Blatsom scored. We finished 9th last season. They'll be very, I think they'll be very disappointed. What do you think, that? I think Blatsom will be... Uh, Fuming with this. They will not be pleased. They started really good last season. They put up a brave battle. They're just tired towards the end of the season there. This is not the start that they want. You need to get off to a good start. If you're getting on dodgy ground when you commence here, it's, it makes your job tougher. So it does. You need to be getting the average points. Hector, any notable mention for yourself? For me, 16th place, the Botman and Robin. They got 56 points, and unfortunately, they decided to captain the Keen up front. 
He only brought them in the four points. Thing is that they had Salah who had 12 points and they had a Haaland with 13. Now they're gonna have to make a decision who they want their captain to be in game week two. Very important here. They had gone for Salah or for Haaland. They would have been at 66 or 67 points. They'd have been much higher. So it's all about who you're selecting with your captain. Thank you for that then, lads. That's it. That's the whole lot for our show. We'll be back next week to take a look and see how game week two treated our managers um hector i believe you've been looking at a telescope you have an interest in space have you uh yeah i have a little interest in space i like looking at the moon okay and the telescope what have you seen here you've, you've been looking at the moon yeah well i i was looking to try and do this and then i was looking in the daylight and they adjusted down and i could see grass and cows but they were all upside down sorry they were sorry on the but they on the moon no, no, I mean, they were in a the field. They were, they were in the field, upside down. You're not supposed to be looking for full uh, stars and planets and comets with this. Why are looking for cows? I, I was just looking and testing this. I tweaked it and it went down from sky and went looking at cows who were upside down. Okay, okay, right. Before you go any further with this, Hector, I think we'll pay a visit to this topic next week. I'm looking forward to hearing about this. There's something else, of course, I'm looking forward to hearing is that perhaps Hector might come back to us about his theology, his psychology of the football transfer. Don't worry, Emma. I will be back on that. Well, I'd like to hear about it. I'm sure listeners would like to hear about it. What about you guys? Would you like to hear it? Well, look, I listen to anything as long as Hector is talking sense. Yeah, well, look, whatever Hector says to say, we'll listen to it. I will be, I will be talking about it next week, yes. All right, okay. Well, listen, lads, thank you very much, as always, for joining us and for your comments and your thoughts, views, analysis. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of the week and enjoy the football next weekend. And you'll all be back next week. Well, sadly, I shall be back. I will be back also, yes. yes, yes. Um, yeah, I'll be back. I'm not going anywhere. Very good. Okay, and that's it. Um, Hector, with a piece of paper, is it shout-out time? Yes, it is shout-out time. Go ahead. I want to say that we have requesting to give shout out to listeners in uh, Ireland. There's one listeners in Cork, Offaly, Monaghan. I think they're listening up in Scott's house to us. We have listeners uh, who are in Longford and Ballyhonus as well over in County Mayo. Not sure if that's Michael Cummins from the Midwest Radio, but we give a big shout out to Michael. Uh, our listeners in uh, the United States, in Texas and California, Germany. We have uh, Berlin, Frankfurt, Oman. France, so there, the UK, Canada, Iceland, Brazil, and we have listeners uh, from other places as well. So thank you for all joining us and listening. Yeah. Okay. And thank you very much. And uh, yes, all our listeners are very welcome. Okay. Well, we'll wrap up the show. Uh, listeners, I hope that you've enjoyed our episode this week, that you found some of it interesting. Some of it maybe makes you think about things. And all that remains for me to say is that we hope that you have a good morning. A good afternoon, good evening, a good night. And take care of yourselves and wherever you are in the world. Stay safe and we will be back next week. And please do join us. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell your friends about us. And until then, take care. Sloan.